So hi, uh, this is Nishant Malhotra. This is a Christmas special. I'm the solo founder of The Middle Road, a thought leader platform enabling social change and impact. The startup promotes, educates, and provides upskilling within the social impact sector through publications, online courses, podcasts, and videos. Check out www.themiddleroad.org to subscribe and buy our standalone courses. There's going to be a special discount on, on the occasion of Christmas. I chat with students from Vellore Institute of Technology, India, a leading academic institute in India. This uh, engineering college is rated among the best in India, uh, among the top 10 in rankings. I came to know them because I just an event for Center for Social Entrepreneurship and Development, known as CACD. And today I'm going to be talking with members of CACD, especially about the journey as a part of this club. Now, CACD, just to give you a brief idea, was founded in 2010 and is a student-led uh, organization based at VIT Valor in India. The purpose of this podcast is to understand the proliferation of social entrepreneurship among students in India and pathways taken by college students in furthering innovative ideas into ventures. I welcome the whole CACD team. A very warm welcome to the Middle Road platform. Before I begin my invigorating chat, we you know let's get your names first. Just give a very brief introduction, and then we'll start. Everybody, my name is Sahil Bajor. Sponsorships here at CCDVIT. Hello, hello. Uh, my name is Ikshit Samanta. I'm the head of marketing and publicity at CCDVIT. Hello, my name is Ayan Dhawal. I'm the head of te uh, technical and design department in CCDVIT. Hello, so, my name is Athar Bhuti, and I'm the president of CCDVIT. I'm the VP startups. I'm Richard Dasri, I'm the head of expansions. And I'm the editorial head at CBI. I'm Vaishnavi, I'm the head of events and strategy at CBI. Anishka Gupta, and I'm the head of finance and university mediation. I'm Lalit and I'm the head of human resources at CACD. But it looks like a whole COE structure, you know, it's like an organization and we have a pretty much set. First, let me thank you for the invitation first to judge your event. It was a fantastic event and I really appreciate sort of the looking at the caliber of the students, your uh, passion, your, your passion towards this particular topic in social impact. We begin with... The, First, to understand how did your interest in social entrepreneurship begin, but still a very nascent uh, segment in India. I really want to get from you, drove you first to be part of this, uh, to be part of this moment. So basically, uh, I'll talk about myself. So when I joined this club as a core member, everything was very new to me. Even entrepreneurship was pretty new to me. So I had this idea or this vision in my mind that whatever I do in this club and make sure that I learn something. So be it marketing, be it public relations, be it uh, expansions or be it finance or anything. So with that aim in my mind, I moved ahead and I just kept learning and slowly and like gradually this, uh, you know, came up that, okay, uh, I think after learning, I should create some impact in other people's lives and by creating impact what are uh, what came to my mind is okay our club stands uh, our club's uh, name stands for like cz which is center for social entrepreneurship and development so as an individual i was developing for sure the club was developing for sure but let's talk more entrepreneurship let's do more of social entrepreneurship that's why we moved ahead with this uh, in this space and uh, we thought of okay, let's do something big in it. Let's 
start impacting uh, you know bring in a positive change in other people's lives so that was a very basic starting point for all of us so is it could i take it that way that a lot of people are now much more interested in social impact space than uh, when i take it, if you compare it with five years back is that sort of a huge topic within the campus a lot of interest well the interest uh, in in the freshers mainly in the freshers has actually uh, been seen growing like as years go by we see a little bit an uh, you know increment in the drive towards social entrepreneurship every year uh, there is an there is a new intake in the campus or in the college so uh, everybody asks us recently we conducted an uh, conducted a club expo uh, for for our quanta so where basically all the clubs and chapters of vit uh, you know share uh, uh, with the students or the freshers that what their club and chapter is doing what it is about so that they can join us so everybody was wanted to know how is entrepreneurship different from social entrepreneurship and people asked us that what is the difference between social entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship so uh while telling them in a very layman language we were able to tell them that uh well entrepreneurship is obviously starting off your own having an entrepreneurial mindset what is it all about but having uh, a prefix to this word entrepreneurship that is social does not mean that well uh we are an ngo because many people think that maybe this is just another non profit organization but that's just a, that's just them uh, you know uh, scratching the surface so we were able to tell them that you know uh we are the people who uh, try solving social problems or who try solving real world problems with an entrepreneurial mindset that's what we were talking about and they really liked the niche because uh, everybody uh, you know uh, know somewhat about entrepreneurship with this shark tank india thing going on so everybody is uh, you know exploring this field more and more but social entrepreneurship they are still uh, not very clear about this space and that's why we are here for that's what we are here for yeah so we you know you're you're doing a lot of events you're doing a lot of stuff so we'll come to that later on so let's understand your history now uh, your club has been there for a long time it was established in 2010 so take up very briefly through your origins what's your motto what's your vision what's your mission and vision so that then we proceed into what exactly what you're doing right now um we started um around 13 years back now and uh, we started as shield uh, so that's what our initial uh, name was we started as shield as a entrepreneurship club to just educate people on entrepreneurship because at that time entrepreneurship again was a pretty new idea being explored like right now how social entrepreneurship is and um, so as we explored more of entrepreneurship we conducted events we got in more people from outside to talk about entrepreneurship and um, we also had a lot of uh, people showing interest within the club and also entrepreneurs getting out of the club so um, we had our graduates and uh, people from our club our seniors who had startups of their own would come back and share their experiences would come back and even take interns from our club itself so that kind of built the movement of entrepreneurship for us personally and um, and then we moved on to uh, social entrepreneurship as uh, ikshit talked about and that's how we've uh, progressed so far so we have our flagship event which is startup street which has uh, happened for the 7th year last year i mean this year so we had a 7th edition this year 
So we have our uh, flagship events, which happen every year. So that's how we try to build it. So each year we try to do something a little different, a little new, and we try to cater to our new audience every time. And uh, we currently aim to build a community of uh, entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs who can just come in and talk about um, their journey. And if they're just starting off, if they have no idea about social entrepreneurship, no idea about entrepreneurship in general, but just want to have a clue about what it is. And they'll join the community and kind of just interact with people, be in a like-minded group so that they get a better idea and understanding of how this works. Let it be a very cool chat. It's something, you know, you, you can be sort of free flow and um, you can always add on to your stuff. But so let's understand, what is your vision now? What do you want to be there in five, 10 years down the line? What, what's actually do you aspire in the bigger picture for you? I know you do events and we'll come to innovation. You do stay, have some events which are part of VIT and there's something very specific for you, which is Startup Street. For the past one or two years, everything's been completely online. Even, you know, thanks to the COVID pandemic. Now that we've come, our board was one that had it uh, kind of a mixture of both, an online term and then an online term. During our offline term, we realized that what at least VIT needs, or at least what students all across India in particular need, is a community where they can actually come together and discuss entrepreneurship or even lead to the creation of several social entrepreneurs and businesses as such. So at least if I can speak for the club, I think for the next five or ten years, our vision is mainly to make almost, I know the words rather cliche nowadays, almost a pan-India kind of community for students, you know, not only students, even let's say faculty members of certain colleges, interested ones at least, and Entrepreneurs themselves who can act as mentors, who can act as guides for those students and actually help them progress in the fields that they aspire to be leaders in. So that's the main thing when it comes for at least what we consider ourselves as a community. Just as an organization within VIT, um, personally, I think within so, the next... Whenever you say VIT, right? So I'm also from VIT Pune. So it's better if you say Bilyur Institute. Was so, sorry. Now, fair enough. I got now Bellur Institute of Technology, you know, as a part of Bellur Institute of Technology of this club. So let's see the ways which you are making a change. Now let's talk about, start about innovation. Now your job here is to, like you said, one of your charter uh, missions is to take innovation from the college as a social entrepreneur to the market, right? And you have this event, uh, startup uh, street, which you say, which is one of your flagship events. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Apart from Startup Street, do you have any other events which you do or this is the one event and what are the things you do before we come to Startup Street? Okay. Actually, what we do is year-round, we have several events that take place. And even if the uh, events aren't there, uh, like uh, just during the start of the interview, like I mentioned the departments we are a part of. So essentially, Preetish here, my colleague, is the head of the Startups Department. So let's say, for example, we find students or we find uh, in our own clubs or within other clubs as well, who have, let, even if they have a small part of an idea, even if it's not fully developed, we actually make sure that they meet up with mentors or they meet up with guides, like I mentioned before, so that they can actually incubate their business ideas as such. So that's one thing we also do. Another thing we believe that here, at least here's the thing, uh, our coach, the ones that enter our club every year, are mainly consist, consisting of freshers. So they don't have too much of a great idea of what even social entrepreneurship or even what entrepreneurship necessarily is about. 
So we conduct events of two types. Either it's one where we are actually informing them, or we and after we conduct these informative sessions where we we'll teach them basic concepts like maintaining finances or maintaining or you know how to create an entrepreneurship, how to pitch your ideas or anything on topics like those. After which we actually conduct competitive events. So come up with your own ideas, try to incubate your own startups. Maybe if you're ahead of a startup, what would you do? But such, you know, competitions essentially. So even their ability to think right on the spot or maybe their, you know, that at least get their creative juices flowing in, in a sense. So that's what CSER generally does. So even though we are certainly our main uh, key tenant is social entrepreneurship, that's not the... Uh, you know, stopped us from visiting other avenues of entrepreneurship. Like, for example, uh, we've had uh, several events where the speakers have been, uh, for example, Mr. Rago Belwadi, he's the head of hype, uh, you know, hype industries in India. Essentially, a, you know, uh, how do I call it? A luxury car and yacht uh, renting service. Another one we've had is Mr. Alec Tripathi, who runs his own uh, tech uh, business as such. And We've had speakers like those as well. So what we're trying to provide is this entire kind of holistic big picture view, not only students in VIT, but even to our members and even rather for our board, because we've learned so much as we've come across in our entire tenure. Um, you're doing a lot of work. I just want to say that over, over a period of time, do you think the participation and your presence and your impact has grown? Because there's one thing I can say that yes, we conduct these many events and all of that, and I agree with you, sir. Retention is completely different from the events we conduct. But what really makes CSET, at least in my eyes, special is this kind of really positive work environment we have. Where it's not like, you know, many other student clubs where they're constantly telling, you know, you have this deadline, make five posts, or, you know, you have this. Article you have to write it right now. They'll submit it by uh, you know next Monday or something like that. Thing is, CSET stands for Social Entrepreneurship and Development. We're doing the social entrepreneurship part, but the development is not just for the ideas the students bring. It's just an it's even developing intrapersonal skills and other marketable skills that they can take over, even if let's say they don't enter the entrepreneurial space. So let me take a, so you must have done a lot of meetings. How many, how many people have actually gone on to set up a business or at least tried to set up a business in entrepreneurship? So do you have any case there where people have gone? I can't provide a specific number for that, sir. But if I could provide an example, uh, I believe from at least last, last year's, uh, one of our uh, expansions uh, heads mm -hmm. of our uh, he actually started his own entrepreneurship for, uh, you know, building websites. He's pretty good at that. And I know this because he had actually come and he said he had given a, an interview to us rather generously. And he'd even provided us with internship opportunities. So, no, that's okay. no, building up websites is not exactly within the purview of what you really want to do, right? Mm -hmm. okay. They have actually, just to quote, uh, Mr. Shiva Sar has said that you have actually 14 projects incubated so far. So, yes. Uh, been working on. So, Shiva, could, uh, you could also speak anytime you want. I would like to add a point over here. About 14 uh, social startups were incubated uh, last 10 years. And out of 14, three have got into a big, big firm now. They have got turnover now about 30 crores. They become from non-profit to profit. And they are pretty good for uh, the social ventures for which they created. One example is Kirmanshi. 
company which is doing predominantly good in uh, animal feed the other uh, two are based out of tamil nadu which are looking into the overcoming of uh, pollutions using enzymatic actions they are based out of uh, tirupur there is uh, another organization which have come out to produce algae from the wastewater and they also produce algae in the form of spirulina and they are making added value product with them which is pretty good again which has got a turnover of between 2 to 60 crores i would say okay so that's phenomenal you know this almost yeah, and we are slowly marching ahead young minds are getting into this role of social and all of them were always believing that entrepreneurship are only for getting more profits and later they understood that with these kinds of startups and these kinds of people coming out they see the value what they add for the society there are a couple of people who are working on regional language based educational tools for mathematics physics chemistry across uh, andhra tamil nadu karnataka and kerala we are trying with four languages they are doing good they have uh, bootstrapped about uh, 60 lakhs for themselves and they have developed all modules for the school students between class 6 to 10 and we are going to uh, push it to the market soon it's heavily funded which is heavily funded by infosys as well you could also so add on um, velour institute of technology it's rated one of the best in india i talked about i think uh, about 33 of the professors are among the top 1% scientists in the world according to stanford uh, so share if for the audience anything you want to share about your institute also vat was established in the year 1984 by our visionary chancellor dr g vishwanathan from there onwards we started growing slowly and we started with 180 students and 10 faculties now we have got more than 2500 faculty only in velour with uh, 40000 plus students in velour we are a group of uh, four campuses we call it the group institution one is based out in velour this is the mother institution from where we are all talking and then there we have an off campus in chennai for about 15000 plus students and two more campuses are state private university campuses which was invited by respective state governments one from the andhra government which is located in amravati the other one is in bhopal which is located in between indore and bhopal it's called sehod so four campuses put together at 70000 plus students apart from the students strength we also have the diversity if you see the diversity we are we have every third uh, person is a woman one is to three is uh, men and women and that also gives lot of uh, responsibility and co-working among the men and women wherever uh, which is not there very common in india i'm sorry to say that that's one point and number two we also have uh, students coming from 60 different countries there are about 45 languages spoken within the campus that's the diversity cultural diversity or uh, uh, geographical diversity what we have in our campus which adds more value for industries too make these students who can go and work on the bench on day 1 we also have a very good uh, career development center which uh, helps in getting more than 1000 plus uh, industries visiting every year and our average ctc of uh, these 92% people who are getting placed we place about 8.5 lakhs per annum averaging for all this 10000 put together except for paramedical and medical courses we have all courses in place in vat across four campuses law fashion design architecture uh, agriculture hotel management masters in business administration then we also have research program and then we have masters in research then we have mtech two year program five year mtech mscs uh, for various courses of arts uh, in the areas of arts 
as well as science and biology. So that's the uh, nutshell which I want to say. Other than research, every student here, I mean, VAT is itself growing so stronger because all those students who are coming to VAT get through a common entrance call, VAT Triple E, which is ranked as the best and third best entrance examination in the country by Government of India. And this also helps us to get the best minds who can't get IIT or NIT as a course choice, which is they preferring, they tend to come and join with VAT. That makes us to also push our, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, product development from the young minds or research uh, in from the young minds or uh, getting themselves uh, placed from good MNCs. And this year we got an offer from a startup called MotorQ offering one crore and two lakh package for two students. And there are about 3,600 students who got package more than 10, 000, uh, 10 lakh per annum, um, 400 different uh, MNCs. Okay, great. That's a very interesting statistics. We can go back to the students. And my hey question is, now you're on this journey. What do you expect? What would you expect from the ecosystem? What would you want, uh, you know, uh, as you, for example, you want to make a change and you're already working towards it. What do you expect or what do you want from the ecosystem? It could be from the business, it could be from the mentors who come, it could be from the government, all the actors. Would be, what would your expectation be? Anybody can speak. Currently, we are uh, based in VIT. So we operate majorly in and within VIT. And we work with students here. And as we aspire to become a community and spread out the knowledge of social entrepreneurship, we kind of hit a saturation point of how many people we're reaching out to, or how many interested minds we're reaching out to. So one thing we majorly need from the ecosystem is collaborations, because that will help us move forward in terms of collaborating on new and more unique programs. So when we collaborate with different kinds of industries and different kinds of uh, corporations, or different kinds of companies, we adopt social entrepreneurship along with their mission and vision. So everywhere it becomes unique because uh, we personally believe that entrepreneurship is a transferable skill set. It does not, it's not a profession that just someone can learn out of a book. So it's, it's a transferable skill set that we can apply to different things. And that's how we have social entrepreneurship as well, where we use it to solve social issues. So if you take social entrepreneurship, we can collaborate with NGOs, CSOs, and um, maybe even the government itself, like local authorities, we can collaborate with them and see what issues they have in their locality. And that's how I think the ecosystem can help us. And also through uh, mentorship, because uh, we are a growing club and um, we would require uh, a little guidance and a little mentorship on how to polish ourselves in terms of training students and also what more specific knowledge can we give them so that they can be more better entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs. So in terms of solving particular issues, if we have industry experts who can help us and uh, or researchers, academic professionals, all of these people can come and help us to solve particular issues along with students because uh, we need the subject matter expertise at times and um, that will help us uh, grow our students uh, who are willing to solve problems here. And that's when we can convert them from a problem-solving phase to an entrepreneurship phase. Okay. There are two ladies, right? Am I correct here? The part of your team? Yes, sir. Yeah. So if they can come forward, let me...
I really appreciate. Uh, I'll just ask a few couple of questions. Very. How has your experience in this uh, club changed your life? Personal experience. Um, before joining CZ and after joining CZ. So before joining CZ, I was um, really um, I didn't have a lot much knowledge about entrepreneurship. So I took a engineering course, and I didn't want to join a chapter of the club which is so technical. Uh, domain related, so I wanted to you know explore something new. So which is why I thought, why not learn more about entrepreneurship and um, you know uh, get to know more about it. So that's the reason why I uh, wanted to join uh, CSET. So uh, joining CSET has uh, you know uh, given me vast knowledge on you know I've, actually now I've got a clear idea of what actually entrepreneurship is and how startups work and uh, what is social entrepreneurship and how are we you know evolving around to solve those social issues and it has helped me to also you know uh, improve my uh, leadership skills and and uh, it has helped me establish more connections and interactions in this domain you were pretty active during the event so that's been a good experience for you because it gives you also on-hand experience in managing things. Am I correct? Yes, sir, definitely. Uh, I, yeah, definitely managing events and uh, conducting it, planning it and strategizing everything and solving issues when it, during the event. It's been a very good experience. Uh, anyway, the women's team uh, won the award this time, right? It was a good release. And yeah, okay, so let me come to the next person. How has this been a uh, game-changing or a good experience for you? We want to explore various domains. We want to learn a lot. We want to actually try out new things. When I got to know about CSET, it was about social entrepreneurship and not entrepreneurship. It was something which I was not aware of. Or let me be very clear, if we go five years back or ten years back, this concept did not even exist. People didn't know about it. So I joined this firm to learn about it. So when I started working here, I got to know how an actual startup or an organization works. For example, how human resources work, how do you deal with people, how do you run your organization, what goes in the backend. This knowledge as a core member helped me a lot to develop my inter and intra personal skills. When I got into the board, there were responsibilities that I had to fulfill. I had to work for the people, I had to look after people. This was a new experience for me as a whole and I got to learn that Things might not turn up the way you want to, but you have to keep working towards it. And that's how you learn and grow. And social entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship as a whole is a very different domain where there are uncertainties. You don't expect what might happen the next day. But that's where the real challenge comes and that's how you learn, develop and contribute. And if it's going forward now, to, this is a question to all of you and I think some of the people who have been very quiet could also answer. If, if given a choice, how would you like would you like to take a job? So just to give you a brief perspective, when you're talking about social entrepreneurship, looking financial and social return. So it's blending financial and social return because you are looking at also social impact, right? You know, you have 17 sustainable development goals. Are you going to be looking up for a job which is within these particular something to do with sustainable development where you are directly working with technology? What do you aspire to do ahead? So personally, I think like uh, the goals that I mentioned in the SDGs, like these are not very limited to like 17 of them. But yeah, 
like for me personally i want to build something in future like i had been i was been building something for the client where they were like to solve uh, communicate communicate communication issues for them as well as accessibility problems so i so i want to explore something for them like you know, entering into people with disabilities and you know, space, I want to explore that. And uh, if given a chance, I would, I would like be open to exploring a lot of uh, issues in like uh, companies solving any kind of issues in social development. But yeah, for me, people with disabilities, this has been a niche that I want to enter. Anybody wants to add? Uh, you know, one of the questions which I really wanted to see, what have you seen over the period of years? Do you think? I think I didn't get an answer to that. There is, has there been an increased awareness uh, on uh, issues related to social impact, social social entrepreneurship, social endeavor? What is your... Let me just take the last five years. I'll just uh, connect with my journey so that I can give you a better idea of how the awareness is has been over the five years. So I started off, the first problem I solved was a pothole, which was five years ago, back in my school. So at that time, it was a very new idea for me. So the first time someone walked into our school, we were a bunch of 10 people who signed up for the program run by an NGO in our school. And um, we had to just go out and find issues to solve them. And that was basically a very awareness exercise. And it kind of broke the bubble I was living in that issues are there, but like there are people taking care of it. And I realized that there are not many people taking care of it and there are a lot more issues than a capacity can handle, than a government or a corporate can handle. So that kind of uh, broke the bubble for me and told me that, hey, there are issues out there you can go and solve and yeah, you can solve it. So, and then as the program came up in my school every year, I noticed that more people had actually signed up for it. So it was 10, it was 20 and by the time I left, I think around 80 people had joined the program. So the awareness kind of increased. So if you take uh, VIT as well, there are a lot of NGOs running in here and the intake has been increasing uh, year on year. So the awareness that problems exist around you has really gone up over the past few years. And um, as we talk more about climate change, and we hear this every time in the news, every time around us, climate change or um, icebergs melting, global warming, ozone. So we hear these uh, terms coming up very uh, commonly. Like now we have natural disasters as well. And uh, we just recently had a, a cyclone and a hurricane. And a lot of these are caused by climate. So people are trying to understand why these are happening more often, why we're facing more issues. And youth are kind of intrigued by it because they're directly affected by it. So they're kind of trying to step up and try to address these issues. And the more they try to understand it, the more they realize that global warming or climate change and big global issues are something you can just address directly. These are very ground level issues that are compounding to form bigger issues. So I see I personally see a lot of lot more people being aware about problems around them and uh, we come at a stage now where as a club, as a community where we have to show them a direction of how to solve the problems because I, we see two kinds of people. One with a very entrepreneurial mindset who can really build a business ground up or an organization ground up or a community ground up and another kind of people we see that are problem solvers who are very good at solving problems that they find be it environmental issues like how Kartik and Sarah pointed out were a few successful startups where they had algae-based systems and uh, pollution control systems. So there are people who identify problems technically and solve them well. So we aim to train the problem solvers in a more entrepreneurial way so that they can build their organizations and the people with entrepreneurial mindsets 
to identify issues and pick them up and build a community or an organization around that. So this is how I think it has definitely increased and will astronomically increase going forward. And um, I think the youth are becoming more responsible. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you would you like to answer something which might have I might not have covered up during our conversation? Anything which you want to add? I mean, people which maybe I missed out. Because one of the things which I feel is like, of course, you talked about, you know, going nationally. The other is, of course, also internationally, you know, setting up collaborations with other academic institutes which are doing similar thing, uh, getting subject matter experts, or maybe get getting more involved with either businesses through CSR activities or even governments. So that sort of uh, mindset which would lead, uh, you know, I'm just uh, sort of thinking if anything I missed out during my... Before I come to the last is always the aha question and we'll come to that. But before that, I thought I'll just check. Uh, I would like to add a point here. Yeah, sure. Uh, one thing is that uh, students who have a lot of uh, entrepreneurial ideas or who can develop products, they are not good in finances yet. How to manage their finances, how to set their uh, flow chart. So I feel all these entrepreneurs, whether it is social entrepreneurs or others, they should associate with uh, financial consultant who, who can teach them during the engineering degree or any degree that will make them much more successful. That's why we want to partner with uh, Nishanji. Yeah, sure, sure, of course. I'd like to add uh, one thing to that, uh, where we'd like to go pan-India. Just something I would like to add there. That as a club as well, we're actually looking to expand to more universities and more colleges in India. So because the main target audience for us is students. So uh, we would like to expand to more colleges in India. So right now, uh, one college that uh, we are trying to establish ourselves is SRM. So in future, we would like to uh, establish ourselves in many other colleges as well, probably other geographies. So that because each each geographical location has a different diverse set of problems to address. So like Tamil Nadu or Delgaon might have some problems. The SRM Chennai might have some problems. So there are many kinds of issues that we want to address, many kinds of people we want to include in this. So the difference of uh, perspective and um, everyone from that background takes in something that can add to our social entrepreneurship journey. So that's why, uh, and ideally, we would also reach out to um, a lot of indigenous communities and uh, a lot of vulnerable and indigenous communities because the value they hold in solving social problems and the problems they face and how they tackle them in the most efficient way possible without any kind of technology is still the best solutions we have out there which are unexplored. So if we reach out, if we can reach out to more uh, rural areas as well, colleges in rural areas, the we can harness the potential of entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship students have there that has just been latent for a long time now. So this is how ideally we want to expand. And also, like, you know, one of the ideas could be like Google has given a grant to IIT uh, Madras now. Uh, it's before Chennai, that's how it was known as. And uh, now I, I, it's something to do. And a lot of these grants could also be within the social impact space, how you could be using technology. For example, a lot of rural uh, region, they are very, they might not be speaking, you know, India is a very diverse country. There are a lot of vernacular differences. And one could be in a sort of uh, language translations. Just a thought which I just got it in, and that itself has got a huge social impact. That that could be one of them which we thought. So you're right. So 
how to you know uh, do these various aspects since you have been here and you know you have been doing really wonderful job you have you have been very dynamic you are you are one of the you know top premier institutes in india and you are taking a very uh, much interest at a very young age when during my time we are not even aware as not even aware of social impact so that itself is such a huge achievement now thinking into that from your experiences you all could share a aha moment aha something which is which is really good for you an aha moment uh, in your life of 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 your working with it's better if you talk about the aha moment related to your work at your club csd what gives you what brings back a smile to your face sir uh, honestly for me the aha moment was that uh, during the preparation of the event so um, we had used to have uh, meetings to prepare and uh, where where we had to prepare them for the event itself and like tell them about social entrepreneurship a little bit and like a little bit about sustainable development and um, when i started explaining i just started explaining about sustainable and 17 goals and my aha moment really was that the discussion picked up from there without me having to explain so much and that is when i realized that okay people are really aware but just don't know like what the they just need a spark to actually bring it forward and that was really my aha moment and that instilled a lot of confidence for me that cc actually can take it forward for indefinitely and like expand a lot okay anybody wants to uh, you have been missing from the action okay <laughs> i have to shift you i thought let the woman also come in okay just like uh, sahil mentioned it earlier that cc is known for its amazing club culture because what we do is not just work but yeah when we do work we focus on it and when we have fun we just have a blast and that's how we uh, you know we uh, when we ask the core members who uh, be mentor whom be whom be mentor that uh, what does cc mean to you so one common answer that everyone has is cc is a family to us so i think that is not just an aha moment but i think that is also like a small achievement for us that okay so we have been able to create such a workspace for them that they feel comfortable to not just work with their all hearts but you know uh, if feel like okay they are doing uh, not something for someone they are doing it for themselves they are doing it for something of their own and that's what family is and another aha moment that i came across is uh, we usually have uh, like for the past year we had recruited the core members so we had interviewed them and all so uh, one of my uh, one of the people i recruited a few of them uh, were very scared initially But these are the these are very basic skills that any entrepreneur should have. Uh, that you know, being confident or having good communication skills. So there are a few set of people who were lacking that, and for that, okay, why not instead of rejecting them, I can take them under my wing or under my department and let me work on them. So uh, surprisingly, or I don't know how it happened, but. uh they were so confident that uh like they was they turned out to be really confident by the end of this one year and uh, that was an aha moment for me or maybe oh wow moment for me that how okay so maybe we are creating impact so i think 
that was another aha moment for me what do you want to add because our tenure uh, was a hybrid tenure it was both online and offline so post pandemic uh, conducting offline events uh, was a huge challenge for us uh, so the biggest aha moment for me would actually be the success of startup street our first offline event post pandemic um, i think everyone in this room would be agreeing with me on that so um from planning to strategizing to getting a venue and to uh, you know uh, get speakers like you and uh, manish sir and all the others as well on board to uh, uh, run through the event to make sure that participants stay throughout the event and to make the event very informative and purposeful fruitful for both the participants and a wonderful experience for us as well um, it was a, a big aha moment one more aha moment that probably uh, probably like you also felt during the event that is um, i was on the back end when the responses are coming i was shortlisting them and like judging them as well from the back end for the first round of uh, selections and um, i really did not expect such great ideas to come because we had not interacted with people out of the club much about social entrepreneurship before that this was our first step at expanding to vit about social entrepreneurship in a very explicit and very straightforward manner and calling them out to like come and like bring your ideas in and we'll invest in your kind of a motto and the kind of ideas that came out the quality of ideas and the simple diversity of ideas as well was just simply an aha moment for me uh, which took me aback and told me that okay wow there are such problems exist and can be solved also and there are people who are on such advanced stages solving it and we just need to push them a little bit and they are actually like doing much better than i thought so this was really an aha moment for me yeah true i think uh, some i mean many ideas i want to say some of the ideas many ideas and almost all of them were very good very grounded uh, some were presented in a world class manner so no doubt it was a fantastic event uh, it was my first time i was in person judging and it was uh, it was just a superlative event i would say and considering that you are so young you know your third year of engineering a lot of people still in engineering undergrad you know it was a fantastic uh, achievement and show thanks a lot i really appreciate taking time and speaking with me and it's I've got a very good perspective and it's good we have got a we got a much better understanding that what's happening in india what's happening in um, you know leading academic institutes within uh, for social impact So thanks a lot for sharing time and uh, giving time to the middle road. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us.